what's going on, everybody? This is the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Dynamite review. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. It is cold and rainy here in Oklahoma. I Lovely. A, I love that. Yeah, just ate a bunch of spaghetti, so I'm geared up and ready to go. Mm, I ate fried chicken sandwich, so nice. I'm geared up and ready to go. Ooh, you got Brody Lee on your shirt. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's the some tribute shirt. I believe I think it was actually EC three sold it, and all the proceeds went to his family. So it's like the only time That's I nice. you, had you, to deal with EC three money to control your narrative. Yeah, <laughs> well, it said one hundred percent of the proceeds go to the Brody Lee family. So I, I did it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it's God of War week, which is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, God of War is great. I've been playing that not as much as I thought I would. I sat down to play last night and I just immediately fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I, played... I woke up at five thirty in the morning with all the lights on. I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> I played before Dynamite and then a little after Dynamite, and then it was getting late, so I went to sleep. I haven't got a chance yeah. to play yet today. I played a little bit. Uh, I played like an hour of it before recording this podcast. So uh, that's what's on my brain right now. Mm-hmm. Not dynamite. Boy. But let's uh let's see what happened. I I'll tell you what didn't happen. Sasha Banks didn't show up. I I hadn't heard that rumor like at all until there wasn't like right really before the show. anything. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anything to it. Um Sasha Banks is currently not on WWE TV. Mm-hmm. And there was those rumors before that she had been released mm-hmm. or quietly released. But then there was also rumors that Triple H brought her back. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Her name's still Mercedes Verano on her on her Twitter. But I guess a few days ago or maybe about a week ago, she said, uh, I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait for all you guys to to finally reveal my my next big surprise in six days and that just happened to be wednesday oh okay they were in her hometown too in boston so that makes sense yeah they were in boston (laughs) she's from boston so people were running with that Mm -hmm. and to be fair brian alvarez did tweet it or they there were lots of tweets quoting him but on um on the observer he did say that he expected something big to happen on dynamite and i don't think that happened okay it was a standard episode of dynamite but a really good standard episode of dynamite yeah like it was it was solid mm-hmm. no like big surprises a, though but no <laughs> so like uh i was hoping she would show up but i didn't think she would mm-hmm. and i was not surprised when she did yeah or when she didn't um and it would be weird if she did, because it would take away from the story that they're telling right now. Mm-hmm. And I I am not expecting her to show up in, in AEW at all. She yeah. may never come back to wrestling. She might just go Hollywood. I mean, she's like been we, in Star Wars now, so. <laughs> like, yeah, she's she's been in Star Wars. That could just be her thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean... Roman's been acting and he's still wrestling, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, MJF's in that new movie. 
Yeah, that new the Ryan Gosling movie. Yeah, the Von Erich movie. He's playing the fake which Von Erich. Weird. It, they, <laughs> they name it after the dad, which is interesting. It's called the Iron Claw, mm-hmm. which is uh, interesting that that's the angle they're taking there. Yeah. Is the father. I'm sure it's so about like I'm, I'm, the whole family and yeah, the whole the whole thing. So, but I'm I'm very excited about that. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see. The, did you watch the bear? The yes. Show. Mm-hmm. He's in it. The main okay. guy from from that show is in it. I guess playing probably the Texas tornado guy. Yeah. Which one? That was Carrie. Uh, sh- sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't. The remember. one who ended up in WWE. I think so. The yeah. guy who had uh, got his leg amputated. Mm-hmm. I think that's him. I think that was Carrie Von Erich. He was like the he was pro. I mean, for me, he was the most well known because he he was actually one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, Texas, Texas Tornado. Because I just fucking like I was a weird kid and I like guys with long hair that looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carrie. Carrie. Eric, yeah, he was the Texas Tornado. Okay, yeah, yeah, he, he was one of my favorites, man. They they talked about how like, oh, he went to WWE and he didn't have the star power, he didn't catch on. Hey, man, Little Mike really liked Texas Tornado. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. Well, that's another thing too. They called him the Texas Tornado when he went there. They didn't call him Kerry Von Eric, so <laughs> you never do, and still don't mm-hmm. let them just be themselves. Yeah. Fuck. He got one of the biggest stars in the world. Let him be one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Anyways, I guess uh, Dynamite. Uh, a uh, Sasha Banks-less Dynamite started with Gun Club and Swerve in our glory, which was weird, versus FTR and Acclaim, which is mm-hmm. not as weird, but still weird. Yeah. I like the story of, like... Swerve trying to make Keith Lee a heel, and <laughs> Keith Lee just not wanting to be a heel. <laughs> well, yeah, like when they, uh, it, it is good. It, mm-hmm. When they came out, um, we got no, we got no fist bump from Swerve in our glory. Uh, yeah. Swerve put out the fist, and Keith Lee walked right past it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. Tony Schiavone caught that, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Caster came out with some serious bars. Yeah, on, he, on his rap. I don't remember them. He made fun of Tom good. Brady. He made fun of a bunch of sports names because I saw ESPN and TMZ tweeting about it today of him rapping about all the sports people. So yeah, 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 they were good. Mm-hmm. I saw it, it's a they're all in the moment, and then like of the moment, it was like these are all very funny. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that, there was one where it's just like, oh, that's a funny line. Oh, that's a that okay. Yeah, he, he had no misses. Yeah, he made a Twitter forgotten them all blue check mark thing to and... <laughs> Yes. Fuck Twitter is going down in a blaze of I couldn't call it glory. It's going it down in something. Down <laughs> it is bad right now. Like you were saying earlier about the Alvarez stuff is like, well, did he tweet it or did somebody make a fake Alvarez account? Because that's what everyone's <laughs> doing right now. <laughs> well, that's cr- it's it's so it's so bad. It, mm-hmm. Like, like, like he's fired half the staff. He he. Oh, so a lot of those people are the engineers mm-hmm. and the people that uh, keep people's information safe. So that's why 
Twitter is so hackable now. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, like uh, engineers are anonymously um, being sourced by these like tech news sites saying that yeah, uh, we we can't fix all the issues now that crops up because we don't have enough staff. So eventually, Twitter will break. Mm-hmm. Like because we won't be able to fix all the issues. Like they cut three quarters of our guys who are working around the clock to make sure the site runs well because mm-hmm. it's all built on each other like it's all built off quote tweets off quote tweets and this and that like it's all it's like a russian nesting doll yeah and then if, if it breaks it all breaks like mm-hmm. it's a chain yeah it doesn't it's... look like that but i guess it's a it's a complicated thing where each thing relies on the next thing mm-hmm. yeah it's, or it's... relies on the previous thing and it's He's fucked himself. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. The head of, are the backing head of, out. The guy who's in charge of bringing in advertisers just quit. Yeah, I saw that. Their whole like a bunch of their head people on Twitter all just left today. Yeah, and I saw that he might file for bankruptcy, so we may not have Twitter for too much longer. <laughs> oh, he fought, he killed Twitter. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk killed Twitter in is record time. Happen. He did it quick too. <laughs> a week yeah to, i like i like twitter i do too <laughs> twitter's fun leave mm-hmm. it alone god damn yeah he and he had it out too he could have just paid one billion dollars mm-hmm. to get out of his deal but instead he's now gonna essentially lose 44 mm-hmm. i don't know Jeez it's Louise. uh it's ego yeah it's Man, ego. that's all that's all it is well, he won't lose 44, but he'll lose a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. And then no one's going to want to work with him. No. I'm surprised people want to now. Uh, another thing during the entrance that I saw, it had nothing to do with the wrestlers, but somebody had a sign that said, uh, like, scissor glory hole or something, and they stuck their hand through it to scissor the acclaimed. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really good. Right, back to wrestling. How did I get to Twitter? Anyways. Uh, Max Caster um, had a rap about Twitter. Right. Right. The daddy ass charged the ring with his bandaged hands and all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, started uh, taking some swings at uh, his kids. No, he, he no. went he went straight after Swerve. Swerve. Yeah. Yeah, he went, he went after Swerve. Um, I have to say, Austin had some great comedic bumping. Mm-hmm. In this match, that yeah. one part where he was going, when he was in the the face corner and he was getting punched by each guy, mm-hmm. and he was just sort of like ping ponging off off of each one, like really fun stuff, really uh, really nice visual, um, crazy match, good match. Um, we had Keith Lee not wanting to work with Swerve, yeah, and like anytime they do heel stuff, he gets super pissed and stuff. It's funny. Yeah, it's good. He he didn't want to do the high fives, mm-hmm. but it's sort of a thing where they're so talented that it works out in the end for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up at one point and Morsi was out there just fucking kicking someone in the head. Yeah, he, I don't know where he came from. He was out there. What happened in commercial from, break? Yeah, yeah. He was out there. He came out at the beginning because uh, Stokely came out too, but then he had to go back to help out Ethan Page, and so. Uh, Morrissey oh, so Morrissey there. stayed out there? Mm-hmm. He, he was out there the whole time? Yeah. He's kind of in the corner. I miss him. He's like, so big. 
Yeah, he was just kind of in the corner, not doing much until he started attacking everyone on the outside. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't even know he was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked up at one point, and he was just booting a man in the face. It was like, yeah. in picture in picture, you're going to do this. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, remember enough, a couple weeks yeah. ago when they did picture in picture when uh, they hit a, like a tombstone on the ramp in the, the Pac OC match? That was hilarious. That was a picture in picture. <laughs> but yeah, I was this, at that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't I? Yeah, I, I was think at so. that one, so I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the thing is, is that this is when the technical difficulties start happening in this match. <laughs> I was like, why don't I have a lot here? Because I couldn't fucking hear it, and the fucking screen kept going blank. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that was on TNT or if that was or I could, TBS. Or I could. Was it was on, on TBS, but they cut to commercial when it started, and like the picture and picture feed, you could see it cutting in and out. So. Yeah, because it was happening on my end too in Canada, mm-hmm. and then the uh, but they send the same feed over. Yeah, um, and then when it did stop doing that, the audio kept cutting out. Hmm. So I was getting kind of annoyed. So I didn't have any audio problems. I don't think. At least I didn't notice. But yeah, the audio was going in and out, so I got kind of distracted. Yeah, but towards I did the end, see... this match had a bunch of cool. Like Tower of Doom spots and suplexes to the outside on top of everyone. That was cool. Yeah. Fuck that suplex to the outside looked brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my god. The the pendulum. Like by the time who was it? Was it Dax that did Dax did the, it to Austin, I think. Austin by the it. time that they had reached the guys, Dax was higher. Yeah, Austin. They completely weight. switched. Yeah, like his the fucking him over. momentum mm-hmm. that they had there was crazy. Um, yeah, there was an amazing Road Dog versus Bret Hart or reference. Yeah, in it where they had uh, Austin went in and did the uh, did the like shimmy shake punches mm-hmm. that uh, that Road Dog used to do, and then. And then Dax uh, put him in the sharpshooter. Dax put him in the sharpshooter right afterwards, which is amazing because this is a shot at Road Dog <laughs> for talking his shit, saying that he was a better. First of all, he didn't say I'm. He didn't just say I was a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. He said Bret Hart wasn't a good wrestler <laughs> or wasn't a great wrestler. It's like, are you fucking okay? <laughs> yeah. If you want to say the sports entertainer part, there's some wiggle room there. Like, if yeah. you want to say that uh, Bret Hart wasn't a great talker, Bret, like, okay, fine. You can say that you were very entertaining within DX. Fair enough. <laughs> but to say Bret Hart wasn't a good wrestler or wasn't a great wrestler is just fucking stupid. Yeah, real stupid. And on the entertainment side, one of those dudes was on the, an episode of The Simpsons and the other one wasn't. So there you go. People outside wrestling don't know who Road Dog is. Yeah, people outside wrestling. People outside of wrestling know who Bret Hart is. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. Like Bret Hart was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. The glasses. Sure. The, yeah, give me a break. Oh yeah, when I was a kid, all I wanted was to sit in the front row and have Bret Hart give me a pair of his glasses. Yeah, man, and then uh, in the or in the. Um, fucking the 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 guns hit a bit hit a big rig on uh, on mm-hmm. Max Caster. It did, did they come out with parkour 
belts too this uh, this week too. Yeah, they <laughs> they come out with a cardboard. Um, they they've been mimicking FDR essentially. Mm-hmm. So they they have their belts, but as cardboard. I guess yeah. it's the Ring of Honor belts. Yeah. Um, could be the IWGP. I think they had cardboard because they had two each today. I think they or yesterday. I think it was. They had both of them. Yeah. I think they had... that's funny. Like this is the thing they're doing a good job with what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I hate them. Yeah. And okay, fair enough. Like I just <laughs> want to see them get their ass beat. I don't want to see them win a match ever until they le- legitimately cheat to win something big. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be perfect. And then I want someone to beat them again, like quick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Take it off of them. They don't ever need a long run with the belts. Um, yeah, so they hit the the big rig. It did not get the it did not get the three count. FDR ends up winning with the big rig to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there would be a little bit of a development with the three teams afterwards, and there wasn't. Which it was a bit of a surprise because I feel like unless they're building to two different matches, I feel like you said that you think this is going to be a four-way. I still think so, but I, I don't know. We're getting close. A four, four-way <laughs> tag matches don't happen often, so that would be fun. Because mm-hmm. right now, um, FTR is not on the pay-per-view, so I don't know. Pay-per-view is next weekend. so <laughs> not, None of them are. Yeah. Right? Well... Acclaim versus uh, Swerve in Our Glory is the match at the pay-per-view. Right. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, so I don't, I don't know if they just want to do that and then focus because Swerve and Keith Lee got to break up at this point at the pay-per-view. So maybe they just want to focus on that for now. You could do FTR versus Acclaimed for the Ring of Honor titles. Yeah. Or the uh, or the IWGP. Just put that match on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that would be a good spot to like a a good nice match to have mm-hmm. um but it's not like a must yeah or anything but like ftr really should be on all of your shows for sure because they're probably the second most over team i mean they claimed are definitely the most over but ftr is definitely the second they get a huge pop when mm-hmm. they come out and i noticed a ton of ftr shirts in the crowd tonight yeah, they're extremely, extremely over. Mm-hmm. More over than they've ever been. Yeah. Like, there was a time when they weren't over with yeah. the company. Now they're very, very over. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with Dax, with the incredible run he's been on. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He really uh, helped them a lot. Mm-hmm. Not that Cash isn't amazing. Okay, next we had MJF. Was this a vignette? He was on some podcast. Uh, some, right, it was a podcast. Um, it said the number one sports podcast. Pardon, pardon my take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't really know it, but I Me know either. the name. Yeah. I know of the name. And uh, it's uh, interesting because like, they clearly knew that they were going to be showing this because he was talking into a camera. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine he did the podcast and then like at some point like during a break or something, he's like, they were, like he wanted to cut a promo or something. <laughs> or they just clipped a bit and they just said, like, we're going to use... Yeah. Like we're going to let him cut a promo on your podcast and we're going to use it. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, if that's how it happened, that would be pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. um, it feels organic then. Yeah. Um, but he essentially, he said that uh, it's not only the most important match for MJF in his career or for AEW, 
but it's one of the most important matches in wrestling, in wrestling history, because it'll be the crowning of a new undisputed generational talent. <laughs> and he said, there's, there's not a whole lot of those. He's like, you got your Cena's, you got your, you got he your Austin, hearts. He said, Austin rock Hogan Hart, And I think that's it with John Cena. Of course. And he said Bruno San Martino too. Yes. He started with Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't argue that. Nope. Like you can't argue against it. He is. Yeah, he said he's essentially saying I I'm going to be the face of wrestling for the next 15 years. And mm. there hasn't been a face of wrestling like this in about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's fair. Because mm-hmm. Cena hasn't been a full time wrestler for a long time at this point. Yes. And it's you probably can been make like five the, years. So <laughs> and you could probably easily say that. Roman Reigns is now he and, is. I'd say he is for sure because SmackDown has. And I would him. make the argument that Kenny Omega is, but yeah. in term, in terms of kayfabe, yeah. And it, but like in terms of like the overall, like the whole world, like has him on talk shows. <laughs> if Regis Philbin was alive, he'd be on Regis Philbin, uh, like uh. He, yeah, there's not there's not many of those guys anymore. Like they're yeah. gone. Maybe Roman Reigns, but he's not doing those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's big in wrestling, but he's not out there in pop culture the way the other guys were. Mm-hmm. For sure. And MJF already is. Yep. He's already been on like a Good Morning America and stuff like that. Yeah. Cutting like promos. We, and... Like we talked about, he's going to be in a movie soon. So an A twenty four movie too at that. So. I know it's gonna be great. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait. Um, yeah, he said. Uh, he says that he was born for this. He didn't have to. He didn't have to work and claw his way through the streets of Ohio um, to get to the top of a sport. He was just gifted. He was the greatest talent in the world to do it. He's just a natural at this. He was <laughs> born for this. That's why it's been easy for him. He doesn't need to be a John Moxley because he's an MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah. sick of waiting his turn. He's sick of having his spotlight stolen from him as he has at all his pay-per-view things. He said the first one, his spotlight was stolen by a neck tattoo. <laughs> and then it was stolen by Matt Hardy taking a header. Yeah. And then it was stolen by Jericho eating shit off a cage. Then it was, he's just, Naming off all these things, he said the latest one was a press conference, which was. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, he's (laughs) right, but also, he stole Wardlow's spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and he knows that too. He knows that too. Um, and I'm sure Wardlow's going to bring that up whenever MJF eventually wins this title, which I assume is in a week. Yeah, I think so for sure. Good lord, my dog couldn't be louder. <laughs> Sorry if that sounded like cap guns going off in the background <laughs> there. Dog just ran past and knocked over a bunch of shit. That's funny. Um, yeah, um, then... So this is very good. Um, mm-hmm. I loved it. 
And then right afterwards, we get a brief vignette from Stokely. Um, <laughs> so amazing, too. Where uh, he says that he he came up with MJF. They've been best friends for a long time. Um, he thought that when MJF finally won the uh, won the AEW title, he'd be right there along with him because they're best friends, and he's now finally in the same company as him. But now that MJF has his shot, he doesn't want Stokely there anymore. He said that he's, he said, MJF, you're doing a whole lot of dick riding for Mox and dick riding without a license is a serious crime. <laughs> um, he threw him aside as soon as he got his shot. And, uh, Hey, he'll, uh, Stokely says, I will make my presence felt <laughs> at that pay-per-view, whether you like it or not. And the, the segues from or the continuity from one from one segment to the next in this block of time was really good because it goes from MJF and then we we go straight to Stokely's vignette which has which is a hundred percent to do with MJF and then from there we segue right into Ethan Page facing Eddie Kingston <laughs> and Ethan Page is Stokely Hathaway's guy yeah and he will likely be the first opponent for MJF when he wins. Like it's, it's really good uh, flow here. You could see the story they're telling mm-hmm. and uh, I really liked it. This Ethan page, Eddie Kingston match was great. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. I like this match a lot. It, it didn't seem like it was that long, but it seemed like it was just like a really nice sprint. Yeah. As, which... as much as like a 12 to 15 minute match can be a sprint. I think but, if thinking about it, I don't think Eddie Kingston's really had any long single matches in AEW. All his seem to go very quick and they're brutal. Yeah. Quick and brutal. Yeah, that's the way Eddie's matches go. Um then that's the way they should. Because yeah, his matches, if you look back, his longer matches, they're long because they just sit there and strike at each other. Mm-hmm. For long periods of time and on the indies you can do that you can get away with that on tv you kind of want to keep it moving a bit mm-hmm. a little bit more um even though i love the extended strikes me too um but yeah i love them reigniting this rivalry between the two guys that i didn't know they had but AEW's really good at that yeah, they, they always uh, get the footage yeah they and they talked about their i quit match i think they had yeah they, they said they had a a dog collar and I quit match a cage match and they show the, they have the receipts, they have the footage, they have the photos. So it's like, okay, yeah, I believe you. I did not know these guys had a long storied rivalry, but this says they do. (laughs) AW is really good at that. They always, they always get the goods. Um, Eddie Kingston selling of every, move and every bump is so good and it's so believable like he got hit with like uh i don't know an atomic drop or something where he hit his butt and uh he's he's sitting on the ground reaching out and like grabbing his toes and stretching out his lower back mm-hmm. after the move and i'm just like i relate to that like it this, that looks real it makes it Mm -hmm. seem real as opposed to guys just being like dead or writhing on the ground a bit like he actually goes he's doing the stretches that we all do Mm -hmm. when our back gets a little tight yeah 
and I think he was the one that did the move. Yeah, like I think it was like a it was like a big suplex, and then he had to like stretch himself out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's old and he's just gutting out every match. Yeah, um, essentially like like Punk going until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up getting like there are some crazy strikes in this match, but he ends up getting the uh, the stretch pump stretch pump stretch plum on uh, on. Ethan Page, and mm-hmm. as you would expect, when he gets that in, uh, Stokely Stokely hops up on the on the fucking apron, distracts the ref, and of course Ethan Page is tapping because this mm-hmm. is wrestling. This yeah. is how this this is how this works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in my, I misread this next part. Um, it's there are ba- there are big head strikes coming next, mm-hmm. but it says big head strikes. <laughs> so it's like a man named Big Head struck. Yeah. Um, no, we had they were exchanging big big head strikes, which was the uh, the the spinning back fist and the fucking head kicks from Ethan Page from a legitimate uh, black belt martial artist. Mm-hmm. What he was hit, it? It's karate gimmick, Karate Man, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, that was it, Karate Man. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that that was what made him so mad not the character but how it was how they edited in the that end. match yeah <laughs> he was not a fan mm-hmm. excuse me um yeah so uh big strikes that uh that helped set up in the end a huge avalanche ego's edge by page onto eddie kingston which for me is a sufficiently brutal finish to put away Eddie. It looked like gnarly you need to too. Put, like, <laughs> yeah, you need flew. to put him away with something big mm-hmm. because he's beloved and people want him to win. Um, so you can't just have him in a roll up or eat a finisher. You have to have him take the worst bump imaginable, and mm-hmm. this was the worst bump imaginable. Like when I was like, I was like, "Holy shit!" They go for an ego sedge off the top rope. God mm-hmm. damn! Yeah. If his if his back was sore before, he's like he's, he's toast now. Yeah, yeah. Good he stuff. couldn't couldn't kick out if he wanted to. He can't mm-hmm. feel his he can't feel his ass. Yeah. And I like to because when he had him in the stretch plum, uh, Taz on commentary is like, "Just keep the hold on and wait till the ref turns back around." You got him, but they're doing the thing where Eddie's temper's shorter than usual so it's really playing into that yes. i like it yeah that is the uh that's the story they're telling with eddie right now mm-hmm. is that his temper is getting him in trouble and he's losing his matches what this means is eventually it, kingston's gonna get his break oh yeah that or he's gonna go heel i hope he's not gonna go heel but if he goes heel, i don't think him. he'll be heel that long because <laughs> he's no too- um. Hmm. Yeah, he's but yeah, he's good. he's gonna get his break, and um, you would think that he's gonna hold a title at some point. And if you look down the line of where belts are going, he might get that opportunity with the TNT title mm-hmm. soon. I'd like uh, to see him and MJF have a program. I would too. 
I would absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. That would that would be incredible. I would just I just I also he's not gonna beat MJF. Yeah. So like I would like to see him at some point hold a belt. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever see him holding the the world title. I just don't see him. He's he's in the he's in the Hiroki Goto category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's good enough to, but like he's he's not that guy. Mm-hmm. As much as we all want him to be that guy. Um, but he should hold the TNT title at some point. That'd be amazing. Um and I believe that TNT title is getting dropped in a week. So Oh, I think so too. To to a heel in Hobbs, and then Kingston could maybe be the guy to take it off in Hobbs. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. That, that that's where I would go with it, but eh, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, next we had Ari Davari. He's supposed to have a match with Wardlow. He comes out with his butler, who I didn't know he had, um, <laughs> and he offers the services of his butler to Wardlow in exchange for Wardlow uh, just laying down and giving him the TNT title. Doesn't work. Gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Wardlow uh, picks up the mic and Smojo's out there and Smojo for the past week or so has looked kind of annoyed at Wardlow. Um, I guess I think it was on Rampage this past week. Um I guess Wardlow kind of pushed past Joe at one point after, uh, I think after Joe helped him. It was last Friday. um, Yeah, on Rampage. Yeah, Hobbs came out again after their tag match, and uh, Wardlow was so pissed he kind of shoved Joe out of the way to get at Hobbs, and so Joe's been pissed about that. And Joe looked uh, visibly put out by that last Mm -hmm. week. Yeah. So we got, uh, we have Wardlow, he's... He's calling out Hobbs. He's saying, keep attacking me from behind. Why don't you come out here and uh, and fight me face to face? Hobbs comes out. He's walking down the ring. Wardlow says, and he's got Joe behind him. And he's saying, like, you come down here and the this, uh, or at the pay-per-view, it's not just going to be me defending this title. After this, I'm coming for every other title in this company. Mm-hmm. And Samoa Joe looks down at the title that he's currently holding. He's like, I guess that's uh, them's fighting words. So he yeah. cracks Wardlow in the back of the head with the title and chokes the man out. Mm-hmm. And this is awesome because he get he gets off Wardlow and he's looking at Hobbs and Hobbs is like, I'll beat you too, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> as he's walking away, he's like, "I'll beat that ass too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll come for your title next." And this is great. Um, I don't know when these matches are happening between these three guys, but we're gonna I get. Hope at Revolution there's a triple threat match, and then not I... not full gear. Or or you? That's why I meant full gear. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. Full gear. Full gear. Triple threat. And then I was listening to the Going in Raw podcast today, and they had suggested, and I like this idea. Uh, in the WrestleMania 2000, they did a triple threat match for the Intercontinental and European title, where the first fall was for the European title, and the second mm-hmm. fall was for the Intercontinental title. I think they should do okay. that. First fall for the TV, ROH TV title, and second fall for the TNT title. That way, Joe can keep his title, and then you can have Hobbs. Get That's the- something WWE should look into for mm-hmm. 
Roman Reigns. Yeah. Evacuating yeah, one of the one titles. Of those titles. Yeah. But th- they're kind of they're kind of fucked right now. Mm-hmm. But I I think that'd be cool if they did that. That way you have two titles on the line, three guys, one match. And so we're not getting like fifteen matches on the next pay per view card like the last one. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and it adds a bunch of stakes to the match, even though everyone already hates each other in the match. But yeah, I think it's just good. Yeah, but, it lets Joe not get gassed, which yeah. is another thing. Because, like, he is older, he is heavier. Mm-hmm. You just you have to put them in the best positions. Who knows if he can go for, like, 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. We don't know anymore. Um, he was repeatedly getting hurt in WWE when he mm-hmm. was working a more regular schedule. And even if you look at when he faced um, Brock Lesnar, which doesn't seem like that long ago, he's visibly in better shape Mm -hmm. than he is now. Like he looks older now. He looks heavier now. So I think it's uh, I think that would actually be a good idea to sort of help to help him along in Mm -hmm. a match of that magnitude on the, uh, the larger scale. Okay, so next we have we finally have the face to face between Baker and Soraya. Um, Soraya comes out. She says, "You know what about my health? I have some bad news for Brett because I'm I'm a hundred percent healed. I got all the MRIs. I got all the CAT scans. I got all this. I got that. I got I got the hundred percent okay." Britt looks pissed. Britt says that she built AEW into a into a destination where superstars like you. Yeah, like she because um, she said wrestlers. No, wait, superstars. Which is she cool. said superstars like you <laughs> are happy and to step in to our company. We've given you an opportunity. Like uh, we've built this company up as a as a destination for you guys. And uh, sorry, says that please. She's been doing this for. She's been wrestling for ten times as long as Britt has been has been in the business. She's been wrestling for thirty years, uh, and what was it like seventeen professionally or yeah, something like that? Because her family know. owns a company in England, so she's yeah, been she's wrestling. been wrestling since she was like a little kid. Yeah, because she's only thirty, like IRL. Yeah. So, which is nuts. And she's, so, she's so like a veteran. She can't have been wrestling for 30 years. Yeah. Well, maybe she but, just means she's been wrestling her whole life, you know? Yeah. She's been <laughs> wrestling her whole life. And she said professionally for like 10 or something like that. And, uh, it's just like, and you've only been in this company for three years. And before then, no one knew who the fuck you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, I, I've paid my dues. She said, when, she said she started the revolution that has allowed Britt Baker to have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's been embarrassed in front of the world. She had her she had her drug abuse play out on the internet. Um, she's had her past relationships play out on the internet. Um, she said this this industry is her house, not this company, but mm-hmm. women's wrestling is her house. Um, and she goes to leave the ring, but Britt is visibly shaken and takes a swing at her. Soraya anticipates this, dodges it, gives her a kick, and then hits her with... I don't know what this move is called. Uh, in WWE, like? it's called the Rampage, because her name is Paige, so I don't know what they're going to call it now. But <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. 
Um, yeah, it's like that. It's like that propped up stalling DDT thing. Yeah, it's like a stalling cradle DDT or something. I don't know. Yeah, not it. quite as vicious as a Moxley, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they go, where they drop straight on their head. Yeah, but uh, it's good. She kind of holds them uh, like she's going to do like a fisherman suplex. Yeah, but then she DDTs them. Yeah, yeah, right on their face. Look mm-hmm. good. I'm excited for this. This is yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome. This is something that we've missed is having two ladies in the ring just going toe to toe. Yeah, this this um, both their promos the really good. Britt had the line, uh, "Well, we don't take walk-ins here, bitch." So make an appointment. I love that line. <laughs> I thought that was really good. It was really good. Yeah, and also um, Britt Baker was wearing Matt Hardy pants, which uh, made me excited. <laughs> she had like those big black cargo pants on. Yeah, the big uh, the big Jinkos. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, good. I saw somebody online uh, tweeted out like, "Hey Matt, I I lost my luggage. Can I borrow some of your pants?" He's like, "Sure, no problem." <laughs> okay, Hulk Hogan circa NWO. Oh God, that picture! Oh, he remember that when he yeah. Hulk Hogan was in the Jinkos and had the yeah. stocking hat on, and yeah, talk about a midlife crisis. Good yeah. lord, yeah, almost fifty year old man wearing Jinkos is like, something. What, what was he like? Fifty five years old at that point? Uh, I think he might have been legit like forty eight or something like that. <laughs> Which is still Good. too old to be wearing Jinkos. Oh, for sure. You never. It's funny. It was always hard to tell how old. Hulk Hogan was because of his hair. Yeah, whenever he would keep his bandana on, he'd look younger. And then, even when he was younger in wrestling, when he take his bandana off, it age him like ten years instantly. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, he looked like he was forty five years old for about twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I saw uh, some footage of him. Like, some people have been like posting on Twitter the feud that he had with The Rock a lot. And I'm looking at Hulk Hogan in this feud, which is like. He looks good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember watching Hulk Hogan in WCW and thinking he looked like a saggy old sausage. Yeah, his, but... his second WWE run, he he really got, I think he took it a lot more serious and he got really in good shape and stuff. I remember Yeah, because he looked super in better shape yeah. in his second WWE run than he did in WCW. And he was older then, so I don't know, it was confusing. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I because re- I remember like we'd always make fun of his like his saggy titties mm-hmm. <laughs> in WCW. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the thing with uh, Soraya and Britt going one going one on one like in a standard promo battle middle of the ring. We haven't had that with the women since Britt Baker and. Ruby Soho. <laughs> we haven't seen Ruby Soho for a while. Well, she's hurt. So, Remember, she like busted her nose. And oh, stuff. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're right. She had to but, have Yeah, it felt like. I, f- I feel like they can do this. They have the stars to do this. I feel like um, Tony Storm can do this. Yeah, they got to have Tony Storm have some more promo time. They, yeah, they got to. They just have to do more in general. Oh, for like, sure. Because they're having them cut these promos against each other in the back. Just mm-hmm. do it in the ring. Yeah, it do it feels in the ring. bigger in the ring. You, you know who they? What else they need to do for the women's? Like I've been seeing all these clips and stuff of Athena on Dark and stuff, just killing people. They need to have that on Dynamite every week. Just have her destroy some jobber every week. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's she's 
breaking people's ass. Mm-hmm. I th- it's like a whole new character thing too. She's I think they're turning. Yeah, her she's heel. turning heel. Yeah, it's like how are you turning someone heel on dark? Yeah, why are you? Yeah. T- why don't do turns on dark? Yeah, they definitely need no to. No one's it. watching it. They need to have her on the main show every week because her matches on dark aren't even that long. So just do it on the show, and then you have another yeah. women's match. Yeah, just have her destroy ladies. It's awesome. Yeah, just murdering people. Like mm-hmm. it'll look like people are thinking it's a shoot. It's that yeah. realistic. Yeah. Like the Ruby, the uh Jody threat thing where people people legit thought that was a shoot. Mm-hmm. Um one person was calling for Athena's head because she went into business for herself and she's not keeping her opponent safe. Like <laughs> This is uh, this is Kayfabe, bud. Oh, while her opponent was reading out, that was one of my favorite matches I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So uh, next match, I don't really have anything for this because it's kind of an impromptu match. It was funny how they did this. The um, backstage segment was hilarious. The way it's edited, I, I don't know why it had that awkward like dissolve cut, cut, cut in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> But it fits with the uh, best friends, so I, I'll... Yeah, uh, the best friends, it's... I don't know. It's like watching a comedy sketch, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember... Speaking of the best friends, did you... You know that sh- on Netflix, the Floor is Lava show? Where it's like... The what? It's a show on Netflix called The Floor is Lava. It's okay. like an obstacle course show where like you have to like work your way around like giant like couches and stuff, and the floor is like... Yeah, looks yeah. like lava. It's like goo. But the best friends were on there like this season. Oh. It was Orange Cassidy, uh, Chuck, and uh, Chris Statlander. They were on it. And they were playing the game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were contestants. Oh, that's awesome. mm-hmm. I won't spoil cool. what happened, but they, they were on it. It was funny. And Orange Cassidy stayed in character. Like he went around the obstacle course super slow. It's hilarious. I love that. He's mm-hmm. he he could he's a guy who can be as uh, as big as MJF. Oh, for and sure. go on and go on things, and he has been doing some things and <laughs> weirding out hosts. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's good. Um, yeah, I don't remember why they, uh, what was happening here, but essentially well, the... something happened on Dark with um the factory guy. I forget who it was, but they like beat up Danhausen or something. Turned on him, right? And. So they, but it turns out Jay Lethal and then paid him off to do it. So that that's what I think what started the whole right. Thing. And Cole Carter is Cole, not with Jay Lethal's group. He's mm-hmm. with uh, he's with the factory, the factory still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there was some. We had best friends confronting um, the factory, and then it jump cuts to the factory is just not there anymore. Yeah. And, and best friends walk up again. Yeah, they go, hey, they, they like said their opening line again, which is hilarious. <laughs> and it says, hey, we don't like you. We <laughs> want to fight. Let's do it tonight. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I liked And then it immediately cuts to Trent's music and him walking out for yeah, the fight, which is... Jay Lethal attacked him before the, the match started, and for the bell, work the knee. Mm-hmm. The match was basically them working the knee. Um, not much more to it. Um, Jay Lethal wins in the end. Um, oh, there was uh, Danhausen got to punch. Who did he punch? Sanjay. He punched Sanjay right in the game. He punched bags. Sanjay in the and dick. I don't know how they planned this out, or this is just like such a great accident because Taz on camera today said yam bags, and as soon as he said that, somebody in the crowd held up a yam bag sign. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
He said, yam bags. Yeah, he got him right in the yam bags. And then somebody was holding the yam bag sign. I was like, I, I'm sure they just saw him get punched in the nuts and they held up the yam bag sign, but that was too perfect. I really wanted him to punch Satnam Singh in the nuts. But... Yeah, well, he Satnam Singh just headbutted the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then he took a drop kick and just stepped off the... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fall, yeah, he stepped out. The apron. Um yeah, Lethal wins, he beats Trent. He went after the knee, hit him with the fucking cutter, Bob's your <laughs> uncle. And then um they walk up on onto the apron. Sanjay Dutt grabs the mic. Um the he says We brought out Jeff Jarrett. Essentially, he said, uh Jeff Jarrett is my friend. We have history. Jeff Jarrett comes out. Um, he talks about why is he in AW? He said, when a friend calls, a friend shows up. Sanjay Dutt and I have been together for a long time. Um, he says that he signed Jay Lethal to his very first contract. Um, in Impact, he said that Dutt has an IQ off the charts and that Satman Singh is a legit seven-foot monster, a legit seven-foot monster, not a fake monster running around in, in red skinny jeans. In red skinny jeans, which is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. But and then he took a shot at Triple H too, and he said, uh, he over, like a circus nose, banana circus land or something, banana nose circus town or something like that. It's I was like, like goddamn, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. I fucking, I'm so happy. <laughs> I know. I see a lot of people online mad that he's at AW. I don't give a shit. I fucking love Jeff Jarrett. I'm he's, so happy he's, up, he's there. He's up there with uh, Rick Steiner as just fucking saying whatever the fuck he wants. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll just he'll just say because like it's Jeff Jarrett. Like he's gonna get fired or he's not. Who cares? He he, he will find him everywhere. Yeah, he will find a way to get money, and then he will get money. He will hit someone with a with a guitar. It'll be funny. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Speaking of hitting people with a guitar, that guy tried to. Uh, well, first he calls out Sting and Darby. Yes. And then later on they announce that match is going to happen. So Sting and Darby versus Jay Lethal and um, Jeff Jarrett. And then, but then the it's like camera man or whatever tries to tell him to wrap it up and he tries to hit him with his guitar. He chases him all the way down the ring. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, we're not going to get the guitar shot. We're just going <laughs> to yeah, chase him. He had a red guitar too. That would have been cool to see explode. I know. It's like a, the Louboutin of guitars. Mm-hmm. That yeah, probably was right. a real guitar. It probably wasn't gimmicked, so they weren't going to let anyone with it. Yeah, I just hope that at some point he's able to do, and I don't know if they'll do this because it seemed kind of dangerous at the time, when he dragged Alley Cat along the ring with the guitar by the neck. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. Do you remember that in GCW? Yeah. He hit her with the guitar and then dragged her. While it was over her head, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. It, oh, it was for a, sure we're going to get it was at a the pay-per-view. crazy visual. Yeah. At the pay per view, we're going to get, he's going to hit Sting in the head of the guitar and Sting's going to no sell it. We're 1000% getting that. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine, can you imagine if this is going to be Sting's first loss? That would be insane. And, you know, you bring that up again. And why haven't Sting and Darby Allen gone for the tag titles? <laughs> They're undefeated <laughs> as a tag team. Because you can't have Sting with the tag titles. <laughs> Some old man running around with those. That's fine. I mean, he's jumping off crazy shit. I hope I this. Mean, that's true. I hope he'd this match. To, he'd, he'd be having to have a match like every other week. 
That's true. That's true. Maybe he can't do that because he hasn't been on TV in a long time. But yeah, they wrote him off for a bit. Yeah, I hope this gets some stipulation so we can have Sting jump off. I mean, you don't need a stipulation, but I feel like at every pay per view for the past few, they've had a crazy Sting stipulation match, like a no DQ match, and they're just wild brawls and they're hell of a lot of fun. Either he's getting hit with a guitar, or he's going to hit Jeff Jarrett with a guitar. Oh, I, I really think. Because they did this in TNA a lot, where he'd hit Sting with a guitar and Sting would no sell it. So I'm pretty sure. Just <laughs> Sting's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because they're just. I mean, yeah, I'd much rather see Sting do it than Hulk Hogan. But cause yes, of course. Sting, I just, not I just, racist. I just <laughs> like that. That's his gimmick. Or like Taz. Taz can't get DDT'd. It's like, what yeah. the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Taz has no neck. That's why he can't get DDT'd. But, oh, good shit. Good <laughs> shit. Um. Next we have we have Mox coming down the ring. He's got Regal. Um, he's talking about how when he and Regal first met, he was a young man. He was in his twenties. He thought he was shit. Thought he was a tough guy. He tried to pick a fight with Regal at the time. Regal was a Regal was on commentary. It went poorly. Regal beat the shit out of him. Like just stretched him in front of the well, not the world because it was in like. Smoky Mountain Wrestling or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was like before WWE had NXT developmental. It was like way back then. Yeah, I I can't remember the name of it. It still exists. Uh, They have Smoky Mountain. They had Ohio Valley. That was the one. That's Ohio Valley, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that makes sense because that's where he was. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where he's from. Um, But yeah, he he stretched him out, um, embarrassed him in front of everybody. And then in their rematch, finally... uh, Mox finally won, and he fucking he destroyed Regal. He ripped his ear off. Um, he was all bloody. They legit had to stop that match in real life, yeah, um, because of the blood and the injury. And they just made it work. They just went with it. And they had to get separated in the mm-hmm. ring. Um, that's in his book. Um, he talks about that one, and he said that uh, he. This uh, the that young angry upstart is very much like Maxwell right now. Um, he said that Maxwell had a had a match. Young Maxwell had a match with Mox, and Mox kicked his ass in front of the world. Um, and he said this is MJF's second uh, kick at the can against MJF. Um, can he? But can he do what uh, he did against Regal? Can he man up? Can he do? Does he have what it takes? Um, and he says, "Really, who is MJF? We know the the rich kid shtick. We know that he thinks he's uh, he he likes to pretend that he's a multi millionaire and that he's a champ. But the only person who's actually a multi millionaire and a multi time champ is Moxley. Mm-hmm. Despite the image that Moxley shows as the blue collar worker." I live in a mansion. I've got the hot wife. I've got the belts. Yeah. I've got the contract. I didn't have to walk out in order to get the contract. Um, he's like, you haven't, you're not where I am yet, kid, essentially. Um, he says that MJF calls himself the devil. Dude, I've seen the devil. Did I've you hear when he said right that? In the eyes. Did you hear someone in the crowd after he said that? I've seen the devil. I've looked him in the eyes. Did you hear somebody in the crowd yelled? Vince McMahon. Yeah, Vince McMahon. And Sharon would start laughing. 
Did Mox start laughing when he said that? He kind of smirked <laughs> like he heard it. <laughs> um, he said, I've seen bad men do bad things. You ain't that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, bud. <laughs> what a video. You're not that guy, pal. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Me too. I hate that man. It's a You're funny video, guy. though. Mm-hmm. It's Fuck up there with man. the, I want to shake his hand video. Oh my god, the I want to shake his hand guy. <laughs> like, don't, don't. It's going to be a hate crime. Yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, after this, we got a, we got a new Elite package. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one all but confirmed that they're going to be there at full gear, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Because there's lots of gears in the background going. You got Mm -hmm. clocks ticking. Um, So that's very exciting. Um, Then we actually had some news from the Bucks this past week. They trademarked the Wayward Sons. Mm -hmm. So my thinking is the person who's deleting the Elite is the Elite. And they're going to come back as the the Wayward Sons. Yeah, they're going to come back as the Wayward Sons. And then they'll be the Elite down the road. I could see that. But... You think they'll like, use the song Wayward Son by Kansas? They might. Yeah, they could. But I think they're going to come back and be like, oh, you, you didn't want us. You mm-hmm. thought you could suspend us. Mm-hmm. You've, we're, like, we're, we're the Wayward Sons. We're the guys who, uh, like, you don't want us? Fine. We won't be the elite. You don't get the elite. Yeah. Um, I it's going to be AWSW soon. All Wayward Sons wrestling. Yeah, if they could be like a little less funny, a little more badass, mm-hmm. like the three of them, I don't know if they can. Um, I can't. Can. Yeah, because when Kenny's he was the cleaner, that was badass. But I don't know if Nick and Matt can. As much no. as I love them, they're 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 always yeah. Goofy. The, the, there's not a there's not a tough guy bone in their body, but mm-hmm. but if they can just be like the uh, sort of. Even sort of like when they first turned heel in um, PWG, where the fans hated them. And oh like, yeah, and they, yeah, when they're like, "Fine, we'll be heels." Yeah, and the fans were booing them. They hated all their moves, so they just kept doing the same move over and over. Yeah, that's how the super kick. That's how the super kick party started. <laughs> it's yeah, like they can uh, if they can pretend that the company's out to get them mm-hmm. and that Tony Khan no longer sees them as his go-to guys anymore. If they can work that into kayfabe, I think there's something there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, like Which if they not, do turn they're heel no and they're the chosen ones, like we built this company and you threw us away. Kind if of they thing. do turn heel and they want to start doing PWG stuff again, they got to beat up Rick Knox like they used to in PWG. <laughs> It would be great. I, mm-hmm. That's what that's what I think it is. Like with the Wayward Sons thing, I think it just leans into it. And I kind of wish that Fightful didn't get hold of that because I think I. But I don't think people know what it is. Yeah, I, don't think... I have to stop paying attention to so much Fightful stuff because they. I, I love Sean Rossap and the whole crew, but they do spoil. Like if you like read a bunch of their articles, it's like, oh, okay, well, this person's coming back soon and stuff. Yeah, no, they'll they will spoil shit. Mm-hmm. They they don't care about that. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, um, I guess if you're wanting to know, then it's there. But the the one time I actually get annoyed is when he's like at an event that's being recorded. Yes, he'll whenever just he's be, 
he'll just be live tweeting it. And it's like, yeah. man, no. Yeah. Like whenever he's at, does like goes to the dynamites and they record in rampage too. He'll just tweet. Oh, look who showed up. I'm like, what? that's how I got saw the Muda that Muda was going to be on that rampage. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's annoying because <laughs> it's like, I mean, people follow you for news scoops, so they can't just like filter out your spoiler tweets mm-hmm. from these events. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So next we had Hater versus Sky Blue, and I pre I preemptively typed in Hater beats the brakes off of Sky Blue, but she really didn't in this it's match. A, Sky Blue got a lot of offense. I was surprised. Good, good competitive match. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought Sky Blue was going to get beat quickly because she has in the past. I know mm-hmm. she's got skill, and that's why they signed her. Yeah. I mean, she even got shots in on uh, Rebel and Brit. I like Brit yeah. coming out at the beginning of the match, still selling the DDT, and that she's like worried and pissed, pissed off that Saray's back can wrestle. Yeah. I like that. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Sky got a good, sustained bit of offense there for a while. And yeah, when she kicked uh, Rebel on the apron and then and then hit Britt Baker as well, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Do your shit. And then in my mind, I, w- I was even thinking this. I was like, oh, I remember that. There's, a, there's this one really fantastic clip of her doing the best Code Red I've ever seen. And she went out and did it in this match like 10 seconds later it's like the the best one of the best setups for code red i've seen because she comes off the ropes from an angle Mm -hmm. and like jumps over them and get i was like oh shit like it's really clean and hater knows how to sell somebody's move yeah um and I will say that uh, sort of Jay Lethal as well. There's certain guys that just like when they get suplexed or when they get hit with the move, they know what they have to do to make it look really impressive. Just to watch make the any, person doing it look good. Because Code Red, because Code Reds are a lot on the person taking it mm-hmm. as well, because they're the ones who have to do the flip. Well, Jamie Hader's good at it. Because remember that match she had with Rio was a couple last week, week before, where she they had that amazing Code Red spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then similarly, the end of this match, the Casadora into the into Jamie Hader's Lariat mm-hmm. was a thing of fucking beauty. Yeah. And is honestly one of I've always thought like I've always thought like what is what would be my finisher if I was a wrestler? My finisher would be I would bring them up for a power bomb sort of let them like flip up and then I would hit them with a lariat. Mm. So like lift them up in the power bomb position, let them flip in the air and then crack them with a lariat, cool. which I think would be too dangerous. And that's, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't do it because they would probably land on their neck. Yeah. Well, Claudio kind of, well, he throws them up and does his uh, uh, European uppercut. But, but yeah, this is, but this was kind of what that was. It was <laughs> like the Casador, she flipped her up and then cracked her with the Lariat. It was like, oh, yeah. that's almost my finishing move. Yeah, the Lariat, that Lariat was beautiful. She looked like she killed her. <laughs> Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And the way she pinned her and have Sky Blue just like. She just went limp. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Sky Blue mm-hmm. has a future, man. She's oh, yeah. uh, She's got the moves. She knows how to sell. They've she's got super young there. too, right? Yeah, sounds like a baby too. It's weird. 
I don't think I've ever heard her talk, to be honest. <laughs> she she has a couple times. It's like, that's a child. Mm-hmm. Now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, this next match took me by surprise. It shouldn't have. Uh, well, I just think everyone, we're all in the kind of the same boat where we're just, yeah, we're, we all, we're all sick of Sammy. Mm -hmm. We're all very sick of Sammy. Um, which hold on before we get into this, the match I haven't had the pay-per-view. Why Sammy and not Daniel Garcia? It doesn't make any sense. The four way for the ring of honor title. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they don't want, uh, uh, now I forgot his name. Young guy here, title. Yeah, maybe they don't want that in the the match too. But yeah, it, do, it doesn't really make sense. Sammy's mm-hmm. just kind of gotten put into the. But I will say, the when role. they set up the match on Rampage, uh, Jericho uh, <laughs> put the seed of doubt into Sammy. He's like, and then after I, we beat their asses, you'll be there, little buddy, to take the fall. And Sammy was like, "Wait, what? The, what?" So the, that was good that they did that. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah, he's like he's like, and if you win, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll just lie down for me. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, this match was. I mean, Sammy's had a few of these matches, and most of them came before everyone hated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now everyone hates him, so we've kind of forgotten that he can have absolute bangers. Yeah, and I legitimately think this is Sammy's first. Uh, I mean, there's another one. His match with MJF was phenomenal as well. Um, it's, when they first started coming back on the road, the latter match he had with Cody this year was awesome. Too. Oh yeah, which is crazy. The, that was this year, Cody. <laughs> That's yeah, the this year. the latter match with Cody five stars. Mm-hmm. The match with MJF five stars. I think like, this is legitimately his third five star match in AEW, which is something considering we all fucking hate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're sick of well, him. I like during this match like he'd do something huge and people go, you still suck. That was the champ. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the champ for Sammy is you still mm-hmm. suck. Um, which you've yeah, talked about so... it before. He needs to, like I know that's his main offense, but instead of just sticking his tongue out or making out tie, he needs to do something to heal it up more after he does a big move like that. He did in this one. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him some credit. Like the, uh, it was the pox spot. Anyways, Sammy's getting his at ass beat in this one by, by Danielson. And this is a best two out of three. We should say that. Mm-hmm. And he fucking cracks Danielson in the head with a chair. He throws it at him, busts him open. Um, Which uh, I said that this in the Facebook group we're in that throwing the chair, just when the wrestlers just chuck it at the other wrestlers. That's one of my favorite moves in wrestling ever the sabu yeah 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 because taz even <laughs> brought that up on commentaries some guy used to do that to me all the time it rhymes with i forget how he rhymed sabu but it was funny <laughs> when he said it on commentary <laughs> yeah so uh yeah it was uh like i had flashbacks to him fucking braining matt hardy with that chair in the oh past. god yeah um anyway so but anyway he's sm- really smoked danielson with his chair danielson yeah. has to sign a waiver on that one mm-hmm. um well then he got beat down with the microphone right after it too yeah so but he so he gets disqualified for the first fall mm-hmm. and this is entirely the pox spot with kenny um yep. in mm-hmm. the uh in the best two out of three they had pocket hit him with the chair mm-hmm. in the exact same way well yeah, probably the exact same way, actually. Um, 
he damn he damn near nearly loses the second fall when he just starts choking him with the mic and beating him with it. Mm-hmm. He's like, is he just is this how it, is this just how he goes? Does he not he just, care? He is just he just trying to Daniel's take out Danielson, yeah. which would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be a good storyline too. But they still had like fifteen minutes left, so yeah, they still have fifteen <laughs> minutes left. But so here, and then Sammy leaves him. He go goes back into the ring, and he's. And I was like, okay, this is actually good heel work by Sammy. <laughs> I was like, this is the type of stuff he needs to do a little more of. Um, and he just starts bludgeoning Danielson, like just killing him in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like just ripping him to shreds. And then he just fucking destroys him with a go to hell. Mm-hmm. And like, I think might have broken his nose <laughs> with it. Like it looks stiff that's what they're saying i haven't seen any reports on it today so i hope maybe not but i guess danielson's nose is bloody yeah 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 yeah. that's what i mean i hope it was just like you know story in the match but like it looked fucking stiff though (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like man that that is a just his gt his version of the gth the go to hell just it looks like it fucking creams the guy every time Normally, yeah. like the normally, the go to sleep just looks like a whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're normally just like hitting them in the, in the chest, mm-hmm. or like like you can clearly see they're missing them. His looks like it hits them flush yeah. every single time. It was gnarly. It's brutal. Um, and there's just a bunch of crazy shit, um, including a Busaiko knee counter of a flying Sammy mm-hmm. that popped the shit out of me like sammy's flying through the air off the top rope and he just gets busaiko need right in the face mm-hmm. um and right here was where I, I said like this i texted you I was like this is the best sammy's ever looked yeah in any match like this is the best he's looked um one thing he could do a little bit more of is sell he could sell a bit more mm-hmm. like he'll take a huge fucking move and 10 seconds later, he's up again. Yeah. Um, and that's just something with AEW in general. A lot of them could do a little bit more of that. They could l- learn a thing or two from uh, from Danielson or from Kingston. Mm-hmm. Or, God forbid, they learn something from Punk. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you learn anything from Punk, the selling. Mm-hmm. He's a very sure. good seller. Sometimes you got to hobble around a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe stay down for longer than 10 seconds like don't wait for one move and then you're back on your feet again mm-hmm. um, his offense during the commercial break against Danielson when he was against the barricade on that chair was stiff he was just hitting with punches and chops hit him with a pump kick in the face and then did a running shotgun drop kick to the side of Danielson's head Yeah, into the barricade I was like god damn you try to end with, this man's career. <laughs> when you're in there with Danielson, he he likes it to be stiff. So. Are you just playing with a toy? Yeah, it, it fell off my desk. It's a, it's a, it's a guy from Final Fantasy Nine. Oh, the main character. It's a date. It, yeah, it's a date. It fell off my desk, <laughs> so I just put it back. I was just like, are you playing with Ninja Turtle toys? What's no, going no, on? It's, it's a date. I'm like talking, mini. and you're just fiddling with an action figure. <laughs> it fell over, so I was just picking it up. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine it's just funny i was like what's going on (laughs) um 
Yeah, and then the suplex from Brian into the turnbuckle. Brian suplexed him into the like on top of the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. It'll gruesome. It yeah, kind of like, like the uh, the Chicago skyline that I said mm-hmm. was so gruesome the week before. Yeah. Um, and I don't really remember what else there was in this match, but there was a flipping DDT. Yeah, towards the end, they really started doing the counter stuff, which was cool. And yeah, the flipping DDT is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's this, so you got cool. a This Is Awesome chant, which when was the yeah. last time a Sammy match got that? And that's off a of Sammy move. People start mm-hmm. chanting This Is Awesome. So they forgot how much they hate Sammy by this point. Because mm-hmm. yeah. this match was fucking bananas. Yeah, it ended um, with a fucking brutal-ass submission hole, too, where... Daniel said, I'm in the lapel lock. Sammy was reaching for the ropes, so he put him in like a yeah, rings he of grabbed, Saturn. Like, ring his, he like grabbed lapel his lock. arm and rings of Saturn him. Yeah, oh. While still in the lapel lock position. It was nuts looking. Rings of Saturn is a great submission. Mm-hmm. I love it. I miss Perry Saturn. I Perry hope Saturn okay. was so underrated. So he's good. incredible. I was so mad when he didn't get any run in WWE. Mm-hmm. Like when they showed up, when the Rascals showed up. Mm-hmm. I was so excited because they were my favorite in WCW. And then just, uh, oh no, Eddie Guerrero was there too. Yeah. Who was it? It was Eddie, was it... Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn. Yeah, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn, gone. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't used. Yeah, they tried to give but, uh, Dean Malenko like a, a ladies' band gimmick. It's like, what are you doing? Just have him be a wrestler. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But have you, have Ice man. Have you, seen, have you seen what Dean Malenko looks like? Yeah, yeah. He looked like, like a dad of, even then. Of all yeah, like of all the guys in WWE. Like, yeah. And at that time, everyone in WWE is still roided up huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like muscle freaks. And you got this little guy who looks like a your fucking short uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even then when he was like thirty, he looked like... who, who was bald at like eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Dean Malenko never looked like a threat. Mm-hmm. So he was never gonna work in mm-hmm. wwe and he didn't and they didn't use perry saturn either and i was so mad because mm-hmm. i was so excited when they jumped in the ring and they were all wearing weird frilly shirts yeah yeah the early, early 2000 styles to the max <laughs> like silk shirts and <laughs> what, what what were those shirts it's like yeah. out, of the, out of seinfeld yeah <laughs> shirt yeah it's like what's going on <laughs> Why? Why do you look like that? You didn't look like that in WWC in WCW. I don't know. Why do you all look like pirates? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but this match was awesome. Great. Danielson uh, is doing what he did last year. I imagine because remember towards the end of last year, you just have like match of the year candidate after match of the year candidate. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a match machine. That's what he wants, man. Yeah, no, that's he all just... he wants to do is just wrestle. Like, yeah, just... he doesn't. Even, he doesn't even want championships. He just wants to. He wants to have uh, career-making moments or star-making mm-hmm. moments for people. The thing about with Danielson, the moments for him are the matches, mm-hmm. and for, for sure. and for that's not not everybody wants that. Like some people want like the wrestling moment. Eh, fair enough, but for mm-hmm. me, the moments are the matches, for sure, for sure. And my favorite wrestling moments are the big ones that happen within the matches, like my. For me, like Kenny in New Japan with Okada, <laughs> those are the biggest wrestling moments for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the brief faints underneath the Rainmaker, like that spot. Yeah, like that. That stuff is like the uh, 
or like Kota Ibushi coming to save him. Like shit like that. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be fucking crazy storytelling or like two guys standing in the ring exchanging promos so as much as I love it. Mm-hmm. We're like Rocket Austin, Rocket Austin. <laughs> like I don't, I don't need that. I just need a, I need a compelling. Like the good wrestlers are able to make moments mm-hmm. in the matches. New Japan has those moments, and they don't talk. Yep. And if so, they do talk, I don't speak Japanese, so I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> um, I don't know what the card is next week. Uh, I don't remember. I know this Friday. They haven't I that... really been doing as much of that, have they? Yeah, showing the card. I don't think so. I bet next week will probably be a lot of just final setup stuff for Full Gear and maybe some Elite. Maybe it'll be I probably more think. tournament matches too, because this Friday is Bandito. Oh yeah, versus... they ha- they have to run through the whole tournament. Yeah, this this Friday is Bandito versus Roosh, Brian Cage versus Dante Martin, Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks. So, do they even have a women's match? Uh, I think there was one announced. I don't know. I just had this graphic of the three tournament matches. Right. Okay. Yes, I do remember them going through that, and we did have Lance Archer sending yeah. Ricky Starks into the wall mm-hmm. as he was trying to get interviewed. Which was funny, because I went on Twitter, and whoever this is, you can take this L. Um, There was somebody who was saying, why does anyone want to see Lance Archer, and why is he putting the... Why is he uh, throwing somebody who the fans want to see win through a wall? I'm like, do you not understand how wrestling booking works? (laughs) Like... He put him through the wall so that you can feel good when Ricky Starks beat him, beats him in the tournament. This is wrestling booking 101. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lance Archer isn't be- beating Ricky Starks. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Relax. Okay, so Ricky I, Starks is going to the finals. For sure. Here's the uh, Rampage card. It is. So the Ricky Starks and Archer match is not this Friday. I guess that's next week. But yes. it's. This Friday is Brian Cage versus Dante Martin, Bandito versus Roosh. Nyla Rose uh, has a TBS championship open challenge, which is hilarious. And then Jungle Boy and Christian Cage face-to-face. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to get that at the pay-per-view as well, finally. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. That's happening. Yeah. Um, he, we had a little vignette of him, mm-hmm. or a little interview of him, where he was saying that he is going to have that face-to-face and then mm-hmm. I assume they're going to set up the match that they were never able to have because of his injury. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so then yeah, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. And they, oh my god, I loved the graphic for um, Nyla Rose versus Jade because for Nyla Rose it said uh, it said TNT champion in quote mark in quotation yeah, yeah, marks yeah. is Jade TBS champion Nyla Rose TBS champion in quotations which is hilarious <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> it's so good besides I, that thing we talked about last week the live mic thing everything else in this feud has been hilarious and, that's a, it, it's good on paper it it was mm-hmm. just distracting to watch yeah but everything else they've done has been great so. I'm excited for the open challenges Friday to see what it's I th- like. I think it would have been better seeing it live, but yeah. on the screen, 
they kept cutting back to Nyla instead of showing the match. Yeah. Whereas if you were there, you'd be watching the match and listening to Nyla, and that mm-hmm. would be fine. And you also had freaking Ricky Guerrero screaming over top. Yes, yes. Doesn't help. She's she's got to get off TV. Mm-hmm. Unneeded. For sure. <laughs> she's just, she's uh, the fucking Adam Lambert, or what was his name? Uh, Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert, yeah. Adam Lambert's the singer of Maroon 5. <laughs> but that guy he was tweeting out some crazy stuff too, so. Um oh yeah. Uh Ethan Page got hacked. Yeah. That sucks because they the person who ever hacked him was posting terrible stuff, so yeah, they off their rocker. Mm-hmm. Like just, I thought it was because uh it was just someone who was angry that he beat Eddie Kingston, but I was looking at what was being tweeted. I was like, oh no, this person's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and like you said, they let go of a bunch crazy. of the security people at Twitter, so who knows when shit like that will get fixed. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. The cyber security at Twitter is just nothing. All the security people are leaving. Mm-hmm. That's, that's when you know shit's going bad, because if the security people are leaving, that means that they're being asked to do things that they think is unethical, so they're leaving. Mm-hmm. All those people that are leaving should just start a new company and call it like Flitter or something. <laughs> just make yeah, a new just Twitter. Like, <laughs> screw them. Yeah. Here's the thing: I I don't want to leave Twitter because I like it. But like, I if you can just if you can just too. start new Twitter. Yeah, yeah, um, I like Twitter too. It's like it's just the easiest way to like find wrestling stuff in comic book stuff is what I like to look at. And up. another thing, you know how you're always like. How do you always find all these new bands to listen to? A lot mm-hmm. of it's from Twitter. Yeah. That's why I'm on, I'm on Twitter most of the time for music. Mm-hmm. Just talking about people about music with, with people about music. If fucking Elon Musk fucks Twitter, he's fucking with my music. And I don't like that. Um so yeah, <laughs> although um my partner was telling me that someone posted uh Here's new Twitter, and it was just a Google Doc that had like a thousand people <laughs> invited to it. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really good. It was like it was at the top. the The title is called New Twitter. That's That's actually pretty genius. It's so funny, and everyone could just write in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and on that note, I think we're gonna hang it up. Yes, follow us on Twitter before it. Uh... Before it disappears, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you.